Welcome to the Thriving Advisor Show. I'm Ike Ikoku, founder of the Cochinaire Institute and the Seven Figure Mentor Program. We help executives create successful transitions out of corporate life without jeopardizing their current employment and without risk to their family, finances, or future. We launch business consulting practices for our clients and use that as a vehicle to establish their personal brand, their thought leadership, and to monetize their purpose, passion, wisdom, expertise, and experience. This helps them address the problem of how to design a successful transition out of corporate life and into doing something adventurous and fulfilling that allows them to have the kind of impact, influence, and income they desire in this next chapter of their life. We believe that executives who have been thriving in the boardroom with their responsibilities to their current employer can also thrive outside of the boardroom in their post-corporate life. We know that you have relevant experience, expertise, as well as a unique message and or a passion project that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspirational podcasts on the planet in the next 15 to 20 minutes. All right, well, let's get into today's show. Welcome to this episode of Thriving Advisors. I'm your host, Chad Bryan. I'm excited to welcome Nicholas Kimla, CEO and founder of Pipeliner CRM. Nicholas, how are you doing today? Doing very well. Thanks for inviting me to the show. Absolutely. Again, we're you know we're excited to have you. We appreciate you. You know, we appreciate you being on. Uh, I guess the first question, I mean, what is Pipeliner? I mean, just tell us exactly what Pipeliner CRM does, I guess, at a high level. Okay. High level. I'm originally from Europe. I came from Austria, Vienna, and immigrated uh, legally with a lot of money. Just joking around. Yeah. <laughs> because our, our um, building the company uh, in the US because I realized our was my first solution that was in banking compliance. Mm-hmm. It was easy to operate that are because there's only 5,800 banks out there worldwide that you can tackle around. Yeah. So you can reach them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have around uh, almost 3 million businesses uh, starting in the US every year. <laughs> so it's a little bit more complex. So I realized I had to go to the States and Pipeline CRM is a CRM uh, that uh, is very different than anyone else. Uh, and we are a tackle and addressing um, the first time uh, both needs and when you substitute it or when you break it down in some areas are the farmer and the hunter. That means opportunity management, Salesforce automation and CAM key account management. And we are the only solution that combines everything in one system. Okay. Okay. So that's obviously what makes you different, combining everything and running it all together. I think... uh... But even Salesforce is doing that. Yeah, they have plugins. Yeah, you can you you can put that together, but it's not in one solution. Right, right. I've been in sales. I know how difficult it is to keep track of everything going on. So to have you know some kind of an application that can kind of keep everything together for you and, and keep that all out ahead of you. It, it was interesting for me too to realize for myself. Our 
everybody knows it is much harder to win a new customer mm -hmm. than to extend an existing customer. But all CRM systems are concentrating only on getting new customers. Isn't that interesting? Right. Right. Even we know that it's much, much harder. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> find a problem, find a solution to the problem. Right. Yeah. What made you get into this? I mean, I guess what made you want to start your own business? I mean, there was obviously a problem that you had identified. Uh, I'm assuming you have a sales background, pretty extensive sales background, I'm assuming. Uh, but what made you want to start this business? I mean, I, problems keep uh, track of. No, it was poor coincidence. Poor okay. coincidence. Or, as I said, I was I always uh, an entrepreneur. I was always doing my own business. Yeah, but I was sitting or uh, coming from banking compliance. We created uh, the banking compliance solution that was required by Thomson Reuters, and I was invited by IBM International to a conference. Or, uh, and I was sitting there, and uh, three days, someone was talking about our pipeline management and. The guy was are showing some stuff on the screen and I liked the process, the pipe and everything. So I walked up or after the three days and I said to him, you sold me or where I can sign or give me the software. I can use that for my company. And he said, I'm so sorry. Um, this is an Excel file. And I looked at him and said, oh, my goodness. Or, so or, and he said and then he said, I'm just a trainer. I have created a file out of knowledge that is good. It's a lot of knowledge, 40 years of knowledge. Yeah. Or, and he said, that's fine. Or, and I said to him, what is if I take or, and make out of this a software and or, not knowing what I was talking at that moment, <laughs> what a rocky road, nice. but our, that was the beginning. And then we fall in love with the concept because when we talk to salespeople, most people said, um, they don't like using CRM. Okay. And I said, wow, or, that is interesting. Or why? Yeah, Because they said, it doesn't bring me a value. Uh, and so the journey started without knowing how long it will take. Yeah? Right, right. To show the value, right. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, what's your day-to-day -day look like? I mean, as the CEO of Pipeline, I mean, what, you know, what, do you, what are your daily tasks? Oh, my goodness. Our, Endless, right? They are endless. First of all, they're starting very, very early. Probably you old guys are deep sleeping and dreaming. Are my first meeting starts at four o'clock in the morning, right? That's uh, so I'm getting up every day or, or a little bit before three forty-five. Are getting up and starting my meetings at four. Um, and so I have a couple of meetings with my development team. Uh, where we are just going over that uh, and uh, going into the details of my product team with product managers and stuff like that over what is the roadmap or what are the complexity. And as you probably have noticed in the last years, our technology is exponentially growing. It's, it's like, it's crazy. Yeah? So it's every day something new pops up. So you have to be on the ball on that as a CEO. And I am really the brain behind the product too. So I want to be involved. I, 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 I shape the product. And so I have to be with my development team. Yeah. So that starts and then it goes around or around the world. It's really, it's going from the East or uh, to the West. And because I'm living um, in, in Los Angeles and therefore it's for me uh, when the, 
East Coast is shutting down, I have a couple more hours, and when my day ends, everything ends. Right. So you're uh, you're staying up late and rising early. You're you're burning it at both ends. There, it sounds like. I have two working day in one day. I hear you. I hear it. Right. It's what you have to do sometimes. Um, let me ask you, as far as pipeline or CRM, I mean, who is your typical client? I mean, who do you really serve? Um, uh, well, are we are serving right now multiple companies in multiple industries, but basically are in the finance industry, insurance industry, manufacturing industry, and are more upstream. Are we really competing on an ent- enterprise level with a lot of our, our companies and vendors? And are we we solve our real hard issues? Or if it comes to our uh, I would say uh, user roles, complex user roles, and stuff like that. And our, and today um, we live in an age of totally digital transformation. And the interesting thing is that COVID has pushed the digital world. I would say a couple of years. I cannot probably say how many years, but at least a couple of years ahead. Yeah. So right now, every person understands, well, we need a digital system without our working from home. My people, they cannot do that. And even if we go back, it will be a hybrid model from from many, many years. Because as we know, when one pandemic is coming out, there will be another coming around the corner. They will find something. (laughs) Yeah, there's always going to be. And I think you're right. I think it will be a hybrid model going forward. Uh, How do your clients normally, I mean, how do they connect with you? Do they, how do they reach out? Well, we have m- multiple programs on lead generation. First of all, our, when you go, our, we have multiple platforms. Our, we are very strong on social media, LinkedIn, or I would say our all social media channels. Yeah. But then our, also what we do is we have a very distinguished, deep content-related website. Uh, we do our Google AdWords. We do our paid lead program. We have our optimization, our people. We have an interesting story. We have one guy. Uh, we have a, a distinguished model are working with people around the world. And we have one guy who is uh, explicit, uh, um, a specialist in SEO for videos. Okay. And, you would, and you wouldn't believe where this guy lives. He lives in Bangladesh and is the paid, um, most paid person, uh, best paid person in his town. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> there's, a, uh, there's an advantage to being good at things. Let me tell you, when you're the guy, there's an advantage to that, right? Oh, this is the future. The future is when you are have knowledge and we live in a knowledge society, the future and 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 a specialist. Uh, you we are looking always for specialists in some areas because you need SEO is already so complex and there are so many, many different areas. There are so complex, yeah. Uh, and you're good in that, you can live wherever you want. As long as you have a good internet, yeah, why not? Uh-huh. Right, exactly right. That's a work from home. That's a it's less of a hybrid model. That's all work from home, right? For our development team, um, it was interesting. There, we have offices, so we are not agnostic. Yeah, so we we, we know we. When we need offices, we use, we use offices. But anyhow, yeah. when the pandemic are break out, or they were not unhappy to work from home. <laughs> the developers were really because they 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 loved it. Right. Well, they're in their element. I think a lot of developers really like to just you know they they kind of like to hunker down and bury themselves in their work. And 
you know, there's no better place to do that than a home office. You don't have the, you know, constant in and out traffic. I mean, maybe you do if you have kids, but that's a, it's a nice place to, like I said, hunker down and and really get to work. Uh, How valuable is networking to what you guys do? Because I, I, you, you, you mentioned the LinkedIn page and I I checked out the website. I was looking at the LinkedIn and you have over 26,000 followers on LinkedIn. I mean, obviously plenty of people, you know, people know who Pipeliner CRM is. They know what it is. They know what it does. Uh, But how important is that networking, that word of mouth and just getting together with people? Oh, extremely, extremely. I would say the best recommendation, as I said, in many books that I was writing are, I think the currency of the future is recommendation, the currency. Why? Because you see, you are not getting, or I would not write you on LinkedIn or a note or a recommendation if I don't know you. You don't do that. Yeah. Uh, the same is customer reviews are real good reviews. You cannot uh, fake. Yeah. You you can <laughs> maybe you can pay some customers to do that. But come on, this is nobody will do that. Yeah. As as we know, this is what we often do when we travel. We look at the reviews from people about hotels, rooms, and everything. Yeah. Seats at the airplane. Yeah. So we say, oh, where the people were saying, hey, this seat is not good. It's too close to the restrooms or whatever. Yeah. Or the hotel has not a beautiful view from the room. So you can find that. So reviews is very important. So in the word of mouth, the engagement, the interaction is more important than any time before. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I I bought socks the other day and I started to read the reviews. I mean, it's just a natural habit to read. And I'm like, what am I? These are socks. Like I, I bought these socks before. I don't need to read this review, but it's what you do. I mean, before you purchase anything, I mean, like you said, you read the reviews. Absolutely. Yeah. Word of mouth is, I, I, I agree. I think that's so important. Listen, Nicholas, what are you doing when you're not working, man? When you're not working 20 hours a day and meeting with people from, you know, four in the morning until midnight or whatever time you're on the phone and, and on Zoom, what do you like to do? I mean, what are some of your personal hobbies? Um, well, I have a lot. First of all, I have a great family. I have a beautiful family. I have a wonderful wife and I have my kids. And so I'm not working on Sundays. And a little bit on Saturdays, but our really weekend is is family time. And our the the good news on that is what I like. Our, I personally like swimming. I go at lunchtime every day swimming for almost an hour every day. Okay. And I love swimming because you see, swimming has a couple of points that they are great. Uh, first of all, we sit in our in in our profession a lot. This is bad for our back. Swimming is the best for the back because you are uh, with the when you do flippers and stuff like that, it's it's perfect. Yeah, so it helps to uh, strengthen your back muscles. Um, number one. All right. Number two is um, when you swim, you hear your thoughts louder than anything else because you cannot talk to your neighbor. <laughs> Otherwise, you would sink. Yeah. <laughs> so you swim, and the only thing what you see is the line, and you focus on the line, and so. After a while, you hear your thoughts and you can learn uh, to control your thoughts. And so I go every day in the swimming pool and go with my package, with all my issues and and start uh, processing in the pool because I feel for me, it works for me, processing in the pool and are swimming I can go over these topics. And so that helps me to focus. Yeah. Yeah. Very much. I like that. I think there's a certain, uh, like a, a, just a quality of, of, you know, the, I guess it's literal and figural of being you know, figurative of being bathed in the pool as well. It's like, you kind of 
like you said, you go there with all your issues and just leave them in the pool, you know, wash them off, focus, see the line. And that's it. Uh, I, I really do like that. I mean, that's, that's a great analogy. Yeah. What's it? Just Keeps me healthy. Yeah. I was gonna say, it's a really healthy activity too. I mean, it's just, you know, it's really, really healthy to do. Like you said, yeah. that's good. Listen, how have your goals changed? Uh, you know, things evolve from the time that you start a business and, and, you know, it, like you said, things change every day due to technology. The pandemic pushed that along a little bit faster. Um, how would you say your goals have evolved from the beginning of this until today as you sit here? Oh, absolutely. I, I think where ages changes. So I, I recently turned 60. Yeah. So our, <laughs> and thank you. Our, but the point is, um, you see, when you have a real focus and mission, to, to accomplish something, then uh, the, the money is not the topic number one that drives you. It's really not. Or it is about our, what can we do to make a difference in some areas where we feel that people need help or looking for a solution and implementing something. And the more you bring something, the more you are gaining strength. And that is really the goal. Our, we believe that uh, right now we can make a difference. And you see, salespeople can make a difference, or especially after COVID, because you see, people are scared or were scared. Um, our salespeople are extremely important for building the middle class around the world. Yeah. It is so crucial, important that you really build something. Um, and you see, salespeople are... are most people think about salespeople, oh, you haven't learned something in your life, you're ending up in sales. Yeah. Otherwise, you would be a doctor, or you would be a lawyer, or you would be a judge or whatever. Yeah. Um, okay, you have not really, you are not smart enough, you're ending up in sales. What the bullshit is that? I was recently invited in speaking in front of a lot of, before the pandemic, yeah, in uh, speaking in front of a lot of young people, and there was almost a thousand people in the room. And so I asked them to raise their hand. Who wants to be a lawyer? Uh, who wants to be a doctor? Blah, blah, blah. Then I asked him, who wants to be a sales manager? Guess how many uh, percentage-wise are in the room have raised their hand? Guessing it was very small. It's a very small number. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I said to them, hey, guys, I have very interesting news for you. One third of all the people sitting in the room will end up in a sales-related job. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? One third of the whole working population is in a sales-related job. Yeah. Go, for instance, to Apple. Uh, you see, Apple, when you enter today in an Apple store, I was this weekend, even I was last uh, our weekend in Santa Monica in the Third Street. Yeah? And so I was going into the Apple store. And the, the people, very engaging, very, but they are salespeople. They engage with you. They sell you something. They, yeah, it's very different. So what I'm trying to do is, and what I'm trying to say is, salespeople not only creating something, they're also producing something. Mm -hmm. So what they create for our society, they create wealth. Yeah. Why? Because when we exchange something, wealth is created. But also, I'm not going into the Apple store and have a good time and they're nice. And then I go out and I catch them and then they punch me. No. So what happens, um, they produce what we call in behind me, the Austin School of Economics, they produce peace. And therefore, I call salespeople, wealth creator and peace producer. Yeah. And this is what our world needs today. We need, again, prosperity for the middle class. 
We need our to do something and not hanging around. Yeah. Uh, it's not about all of that. Every life matters, but what really matters is that we are building our society again. Yes. And I agree with you. I think without the middle class, uh, you know, the economy doesn't work. I mean, there's, there's got oh, no. a buffer there. There has to be a buffer there. And one thing that you said, you know, salespeople, I think are always really good at finding the common ground. And Correct. that doesn't always mean, you know, in, in a sales perspective, I mean, that can just mean in any conversation, in any situation. So it's, it's funny. I, I think more people really have a sales related job than even they realize, you know, I mean, there are certain aspects to every job that are, that are going to be sales related in a way. So I just think it's really you know, important to have that kind of a mindset of that background when you're dealing with people in general, just because you do have to find, you know, a good rapport, find that common ground, uh, establish a relationship to do business with someone, you know? Exactly. And you see, or it's, it's like, when someone has a really good uh, relationship to a salesperson and let's say uh, the guy has really helped you, yeah? you got a good product or a good price and everything. And another friend is talking to you. What do you would say? You would say, Hey, I know this guy. Mm -hmm. I know Chad. Chad is nice. Hey, call him. Maybe he can help you. I don't know, but call him and he will maybe do that. And so this is how it works. And I think we have, we have gone away from that. I'm predicting right now something. I predict in all the digital world, the personal contact gets more important than any time in history. It's more important. Why? Because a person we can trust, mm -hmm. a system out of the chaos, what we saw in the last year with data in COVID and everything. Come on, how we can trust the data. <laughs> I, you can produce a website to you know, literally bring across any message that you want. It can look professional. It can look the best, but, but like you said, that word of mouth, I mean, people's word is really what matters. Uh, and, and as we become less face-to-face -face and more, you know, uh, we're, we're talking via zoom, you know, uh, you don't get the chance to talk face-to-face -face much anymore. You can't really read into those little things when you're, when you're, you know, speaking with the salesman, you know, you kind of catch little personality quirks or whatever. You feel like, okay, I trust this guy. I don't trust this guy, whatever the, you know, whatever the case is. Uh, but like you said, Absolutely. I think that personal word from customers means so much. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more there. Yeah. Nicholas, listen, thanks for coming on the show. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, you want to give us the website and, and give us any way to contact you on social media or any other way that, you know, that there is to get a hold of Pipeline or CRM. If someone's listening right now, you know, and they say, hey, this, this sounds like it's for me. I, I'd like to do business or I'd like to see how they can help me out. How can they get a hold of you? Oh, just our pipelinersales.com or it's our or pipelinercrm.com or just go to the internet or and or, or just check it out or and uh, we are pretty much everywhere and so you can find us and are looking forward to engage more with you guys. Great. Thank you again, Nicholas. Thank you. Yeah, again, CEO and founder of Pipeliner CRM. Uh, thanks again for watching this episode of Thriving Advisors, and we'll see you next time. Ike Koku here, and on behalf of I, thank you so much for listening to the Thriving Advisors show. If you're a successful executive who's been thriving in the boardroom with the work that you do with your current employer, and you're starting to think of how you'll also crush it, outside of the boardroom in post-corporate life, or you've already started making some strides in that direction and are crushing it with your work in the local community with local charities 
And with your passion project or your consulting work that's been built around your personal brand and you'd like to be featured as a guest on this program, then please visit www.thecochinereinstitute.com. That's www.thecochinereinstitute.com forward slash podcast and you can go ahead and apply to be a guest on this show now if you've got something out of this interview and you'd love to share this episode on social media go ahead and do so just take a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the social media channels if you know someone who'd be a great guest go ahead and tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag ThrivingAdvisors. Hashtag ThrivingAdvisors. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. You know, we are regularly putting out new episodes and content. So to make sure that you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs ups, your ratings, your reviews, they go a long way to help us promote the show. And it means a lot to both me and my team. Want to know more? Go ahead and go to our website, www.thecochinereinstitute.com. That's T-H-E-C-O-A-C-H-N-A-I-R-E-I-N-S-T-I-T-U-T-E.com. You can also follow us on LinkedIn at Ike Ikoku. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram with the same handles. Again, that's at Ike, I-K-E, Ikoku, I-K-O-K-W-U, and Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next.